Star Trek TJU, Episode 1, Adrift in Time, written by Tim and ChatGPT. Fade in. Interior, USS Voyager, bridge. Captain Janeway is seated in her command chair while Chakotay, Tuvok, and Harry Kim are standing nearby, monitoring the ship's systems. Report, Mr. Kim. We're detecting a stress signal, Captain. It's coming from a nearby star system. On screen. The view screen displays an image of two men in a small spacecraft. They're drifting in space. No sign life detected. Prepare a shuttle. We'll bring them aboard and see if we can revive them. Captain, your technology is not compatible with our systems. It may be dangerous to bring them aboard. Understood, Mr. Tuvok. We'll take precautions. Cut to interior USS Voyager, shuttle bay. Tom Paris is piloting the shuttle with Belana Torres in the co-pilot seat. They land the shuttle next to the small spacecraft and open the hatch. Tim and James, the two men from the spacecraft, are unconscious inside. Paris and Torres quickly transport them to sickbay. Cut to interior USS Voyager, sickbay. The doctor is examining Tim and James while Seven of Nine looks on. They're in a state of suspended animation. They appear to have been drifting in space for quite some time. Their spacecraft is unlike anything I've seen before. It's clearly not from this quadrant. We'll need to monitor them closely as we revive them. In the meantime, I suggest we run some scans on their technology to see if we can learn more about it. I'll assist you, Doctor. As they work, Seven begins to feel a connection to Tim. Doctor, I'm picking up some unusual readings from Tim's brain. It's as if... as if he's communicating with me. That's highly unusual, Seven. But given his state, it's possible his neural patterns are somehow interacting with your implants. I must continue to monitor him. <laughs> Cut to... Interior USS Voyager, Cargo Bay. The TJU Show podcast equipment is being examined by Ensign <laughs> Kim. <laughs> <clears throat> Captain, you won't believe this. Their podcast equipment is broadcasting to Earth. They're from the 21st century. I want to speak with them as soon as they're conscious. In the meantime, let's keep this under wraps until we can learn more about them. Cut to interior USS Voyager, sickbay. Tim and James are now conscious and talking to the crew. They explain that they were on a mission to explore deep space and got lost. We were so surprised when we heard your voice on our equipment. We never imagined we'd be rescued by a starship from the future. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's like we're living out our sci-fi dreams. Your neural patterns are still fluctuating. I recommend you rest. As Tim settles in for some rest, Seven stays by his side. <laughs> My favorite thing, by the way... Every time I do one of these prompts is when it always talks about our fucking podcast equipment <laughs> all the time. I picture like big ass microphones and shit, a big fucking board. Laptops, uh, a desk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, cut to interior USS Voyager, Seven's quarters. Seven is alone, pondering her unusual connection to Tim. The connection between us is illogical, but I cannot deny the feelings it has generated within me. Just then, Tim enters the room. 
Seven is startled to see Tim and quickly regains her composure. Uh, is there something I can assist you with, Tim? Actually, Seven, there is. I wanted to thank you for saving my life, and, well, I've been wanting to talk to you since I woke up. Seven is taken aback by Tim's words. What would you like to talk about? I don't know, just get to know each other better? I feel like there's something between us. Seven pauses for a moment before responding. Tim, I am not programmed for romantic relationships. They made her say illogical, which is a Vulcan thing, and then they made her like a robot. <laughs> it's not exactly. Right. It's, uh, it, it, it's learning. It's trying. <clears throat> I know, but don't you feel something when we're together? Something more than just a connection between two people? Seven looks at Tim, unsure of how to respond. Cut to interior, USS Voyager, bridge. Captain Janeway and Tuvok are discussing the situation. We need to figure out what to do with these two. We can't just send them back to the 21st century. It could create a paradox. Indeed, Captain. We must be cautious. Suddenly, the ship's systems begin to malfunction. Captain! We're being pulled into a subspace rift! Evasive maneuvers! All hands, brace for impact! Cut to interior USS Voyager engineering. The crew is working to stabilize the ship's systems. Captain, the rift is interfering with our ability to generate a warp field. We're stuck here. Understood. Let's focus on getting the ship operational again. And keep an eye on those two from the 21st century. Something tells me they're not as innocent as they seem. Oh, no. <laughs> our new friends. Cut to interior USS Voyager sickbay. The doctor is scanning Tim and James, trying to determine the cause of their strange connection to the ship's systems. Their equipment is emitting some kind of signal that's interfering with our systems. It seems like it's it's like they're hacking into the ship's computer. And Tim's neural patterns are still fluctuating. I believe he may be the key to stopping this. <laughs> Agreed. We may need to find a way to sever their connection to the ship. Cut to interior USS Voyager bridge. The crew is working to isolate Tim and James's signal. We're close to identifying the source captain. Good. Let's shut them down. Suddenly, Seven of Nine rushes onto the bridge. Stop! Tim is not the cause of the signal. It's coming from James. Oh no. The crew looks at Seven, surprised. Explain. It's like he's broadcasting his thoughts, and I believe he's controlling Tim, Tim's neural patterns. Goddamn. <laughs> You're controlling me, but I didn't tell him to do that. Uh, what am I, a we, board? At the end of the story, I'll, I'll say what prompt I did. Uh, <laughs> We need to find a way to sever the connection without harming them. Suggestions? We could try to use a dampening field to block their signal. Do it. <laughs> well, anyway, she doesn't say that in the show. Cut to interior USS Voyager, sickbay. The crew has implemented the dampening field, and Tim and James's connection to the ship's systems has been severed. They're stable, but what do we do with them now? We'll have to take them with us for now, but we need to make sure they don't cause any more trouble. Cut to interior USS Voyager, bridge. Captain Janeway is seated in her captain's chair with Tuvok standing nearby. Chakotay and Tom Paris are at their respective stations. Tim and James are in a holding cell. Mr. Paris, set a course for the nearest habitable planet. 
I captain. Hi, Captain. I'm Paris. No, I. Oh, I, I yeah. Oh, I thought it was me. Hi, Captain. <laughs> captain. Still need to determine the origin of the signal that brought Tim and James to the Delta Quadrant. Agreed. Ensign Kim, scan for any unusual activity in the area. Scanning now, Captain. I'm picking up a faint signal, but it's difficult to trace. Keep trying, Ensign. Suddenly, the ship shakes. Captain, we're under attack. Red alert! Shields up! Return fire! <clears throat> Crew springs into action, firing phasers and photon torpedoes at the attacking vessel. As the battle rages on, Tim and James are thrown against the wall of their cell. What's happening? I don't know, but we have to get out of here. Tim begins to fiddle with his equipment. My podcast equipment? Tim begins to fiddle with his equipment, trying to break through the cell's security protocols. Cut to interior USS Voyager, bridge. The battle is intense, but Voyager is holding its own. Suddenly, the attacking vessel disappears from sensors. Where did they go? They're gone, Captain. They must have gone to warp. All right, let's take stock of the damage, and someone check on our guests. Cut to interior USS Voyager holding cell. The force of the attack has caused a power surge in the cell, and Tim's equipment begins to glow. Suddenly, the cell door slides open. We have to get to the bridge. Are you insane? We're prisoners here. No, we're not. We're the only ones who can save this ship. <laughs> Cut to... Great. Cut to interior USS Voyager bridge. The crew is assessing the damage when Tim and James burst onto the bridge. Captain, we can help you. How did you get out of your cell? Never mind that. We've been studying Voyager's systems since we got here, and we know how to fix them. The crew looks at Tim skeptically. It's true. We're experts in this stuff. Trust us. All right, let's hear what you have to say. Tim and James rush to the engineering station, where they begin to work on the ship's systems. The crew watches nervously as they work. Cut to interior USS Voyager engineering. Tim and James work frantically using their equipment to bypass damaged systems. We're on our fucking laptops. Looking at microphones and Yeah. Using their equipment to bypass damaged systems and reroute power. That's it. We've stabilized the warp core. And the shields are back online. The crew cheers as James and Tim's high-five each other. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Cut to interior USS Voyager bridge. The ship's systems have been restored to full power. Captain Janeway is pleased but wary. I have to admit, I'm impressed. You two saved our lives. We're just glad we could help. But now we need your help. What do you mean? We need to get back to our own time. I'm afraid that's not possible. But you have to help us. We can't stay here forever. Ignore that name. Suddenly, Seven of Nine steps forward. Captain, I may have a solution. What is it, Seven? I have been working on a temporal device that may be able to send Tim and James back to their own time. That's incredible. But is it safe? It is experimental, but I believe it has a high probability of success. All right, let's get to work. Cut to interior USS Voyager, science lab. Seven of Nine works at a console while Tim and James watch anxiously. I am inputting the temporal coordinates now. Suddenly, there is a power surge and the room fills with smoke. What's happening? 
the device is malfunctioning. We must shut it down. James rushes to the console and begins to work on it. <laughs> I think I can fix it! It is too dangerous. We have to try. James, <laughs> James manages to stabilize the device, and the smoke clears. Tim and James look at each other, then at Seven of Nine. Thank you. We'll never forget this. I wish you luck on your journey. Cut to interior USS Voyager transporter room. Tim and what's James. Me, what's pissing me off is I'm picture I'm picturing all this. <laughs> it's great, right? Theater of the mind. It's yeah, theater of the In, mind. Interior USS Voyager transporter room. Tim and James stand on the transporter pad, ready to beam aboard their ship. It was an honor to serve with you. We'll miss you guys. We'll miss you too. Good luck. The transporter beam engulfs Tim and James and they disappear. Cut to interior USS Voyager bridge. The crew looks on as the two men vanish. Set a course for home. The ship breaks through space, leaving the Delta Quadrant behind. What the cut, fuck is this the next part? Cut to interior USS Voyager cargo bay. Seven of Nine is alone, lost in thought. Suddenly, Tim appears. I. <laughs> Seven is surprised, but pleased. Hello. I just wanted to thank you again for everything. It was my pleasure. There is a moment of silence between them. Then Tim steps forward and kisses Seven. God damn it! She responds and they embrace. <laughs> what? Cut to interior USS Voyager bridge. Rape. Crew is at Rape. Buddy! The crew is at their stations, working as usual. Chakotay approaches Janeway. Captain, I just wanted to say, I don't know how we would have survived without Tim and James. Agreed. They may have been out of their element, but they certainly made a difference. And I hear Seven has take, taken quite a liking to Tim. I think we may have a new romance on board. The two captains look out at the stars as the ship continues on its journey home. End of episode one. <laughs> so, the prompt that I added, I said I need a script for an episode of Star Trek Voyager. You want me to stop it, it now? Stop recording? No, I'll leave it for the episode. We'll do this at the end of every episode so that they can oh, know okay. how it generates. It might be a nice little touch, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Like a behind the scenes, kind of like a commentary yeah. type thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, the prompt was simply like, I need a script for an episode of Star Trek Voyager. In the episode, the main plot of the episode was uh, the Voyager crew finds Tim and James, hosts of the TJU podcast show, adrift in space. Uh, I, I mentioned 21st Century podcast in there, so they knew it was a be a time thing. And then I said the subplot is Seven of Nine finds herself falling in love with Tim, and that was it. That was that was the prompt. That I get all that from that prompt. God damn it! <laughs> it's pretty good, right? Yeah, you know what? Not fucking bad. It, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I I enjoyed that. A lot of that was reading for the first time. Uh, for me, for me, 100. It was very first time, and yeah. then. You know, he had he had to overlook a few things, but it was basically his fucking first time too. Yeah, pretty much. I just it would it would give a script and then it would just stop in the middle of a line. It wouldn't like end the story. So I was like, that's weird. Did it break? So I hit I wrote continue the script and it would it would spit out more, and it just kept going. I could have told it again, but it seemed like a good place to end. <laughs> yeah, I can appreciate that because then that way it's not doing a short ass complete story. It's like it yeah. leaves room to where like I can make this as long as you want. I don't know why this one was different because I've done other like script things, but uh, maybe because it was 
Maybe because I specifically said an episode of this show, so it like played it out exactly how the episode goes. Like it looks like a legit screenplay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that too. Um, nope, you get the next one, buddy. No, I know that's what I'm saying, but at least now I know how to to prompt it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess this will be either a weekly thing or a bi-weekly thing. We don't want to rush it too much. Yeah, we don't want to overload people. But we know you've been asking for content, and then we discovered. We discovered chat GPT and then I just fiddled around with it. And it, it, this is an endless amount of content is how this uh, is. It, it sure the fuck is. So yeah. uh, just buddy, a little stay. engineering buddy over there. Yeah, so I can fix it. I would never say that in my life. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> but you did. But you saved us. I you got us so. back. And then I just showed up again. Yeah. In her mind or like, no, I think girl? I think maybe. I like changed my mind because I, I was also in love with her. So I went back and you went to the 21st century. Yeah. Fuck me. Right. So no more podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, no more episode two then. This is it. I did. <laughs> I did make another one where you also get a romance. So when we get to that. <laughs> James this is, is a... quite a liking to Harry Kim. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> you ma- I should do that. <laughs> oh, damn it. That'd be pretty good. God damn it. <laughs> everyone, everyone, Ensign Kim fucked in the show died or something. It was ended horribly. <laughs> Pretty good. All right. Well, I mean, that'll do it. All right. Well, stay subscribed and stay tuned for episode two of Star Trek PJU. <laughs>